0: Welcome to Insomniacs. We're your hosts, Myra and Jenny. We love to sew and to talk and possibly to bicker a little bit. A little. So here we are. I feel like it's going to be a lot. <laughs> so Jenny, what's this podcast about? I mean, we're going to start with sewing chit-chat. I think we're going to work our way to working through some intergenerational trauma around sewing. Oh, you got to add the around sewing at the end. (laughs) I feel that for this context, it's probably more sewing based. And we're inclusive. We're both queer sewists. We're very different sizes and styles. And we hope everyone can feel welcome here. So how does the name of the podcast fit in? So this is the hard part about trying to name a podcast, right? As you know, I might have had different podcasts in the past. Nope. And it was a pun-based podcast because so is love puns, which I think truthfully is just humans love puns, right? I think it's a soist thing. I mean, it might just be soist, but we love puns. Neither one of us have what I'd call traditional sleep patterns. (laughs) And as I'm fond of saying, you haven't slept through a night since you were born. Hey, I'm now medicated and it (laughs) has helped significantly. But because we have sleep issues, I thought insomniacs might be fun. And you agreed. I did. That's true. Awesome. How often can folks expect to hear from us? They can expect to hear from us every week or two, usually on Tuesdays. Yeah. What are we going to talk about? Um, We're going to talk about kind of everything under the sun. Uh Current events. That's true. <laughs> uh, yeah, we are not going to stay on topic. Current events. Sojo. Inspiring, inspiring makers. Leaders. We're not reading from a script. Not at all. Nope new patterns other oh, sewing challenges anything else we can come up with now i know for you you're not a big social media person no i'm not i on the other hand live or die by my instagram likes and follows yeah <laughs> and then i routinely have to explain to my friends that my mom has more instagram followers than i do it's it's not untrue i know but we've known each other a lifetime but our listeners don't know us at all. So I thought we could introduce ourselves to them interview style. I like it. I'm here. I'm on board. Awesome. Let's start with just sort of an elevator pitch. So I've been sewing for about 40 years. I learned from my mom and I taught my daughters, though (laughs) there's an asterisk next to that, that I think we're going to get to later. I quit sewing for me because I was tired of how much effort it took to get a garment out of big four patterns um and I returned when Myra invited me to a frocktails event and I won a pattern by Cajmarette and it fit without barely any adjustments at all. And I thought, oh my God, there are patterns to fit my big ass body. And I returned to sewing because I, I love creating for myself. And importantly, you did not get me the ginger jeans pattern that I requested. I did not. Yeah. Because I was overwhelmed by joy when I discovered oh, no. there was a pattern for me. Having assumed there would not be. Yes, yes, I know. What's your, what's your pitch? Give us a 30 second summary of Myra. Um, so I'm Myra. Um, everyone mispronounces my name because of my mother. It's an important personality trait. Um, I'm 33. (laughs) Uh, as my mother describes, my mid-30s. Absolutely. Um, also my Hobbit age. I learned to sew from my mom and then decided that my mom wasn't cool, so learned how to cut up a bunch of t-shirts and not sew at all until I hit my 20s and had a kid and then wanted to learn how to sew again to make things for her. Um, and then I think I really dived back in after um, I started the process of getting divorced and wanted to rediscover my style and find a new fashion identity. You have left out a huge piece of your sewing history, though. Um, a number of uh, placings and best of show costume oh, right. design <laughs> that you did for years at Dragon Con and other convention type events where you made quite a, an I impression. frequently forget that cosplay sewing, which is my big I would say the two categories of sewing for me are vintage sewing and cosplay sewing. And I forget that cosplay sewing counts as sewing because I think of it as like creating this costume and not really sewing, but I do sew a lot for cosplay and have won awards. Yes. Yeah. So we've got some questions we're going to give a shot. We may not answer them all and they definitely come from a script, but we're going to, we're going to start there. Love it. We've talked about some of them a little bit here. So the first one's really all encompassing. When and how did you learn to sew and why? We covered a little bit already, but is there anything more to add? um I first learned how to sew when I was possibly five you were quite young I was little I made a little quilt for my cat um it was great she hated it I would put it on top of her and she'd run away um I learned to sew from you and then again coming back into my adult life I tried to learn from books did a bad job and then learned to sew again from you yeah um following patterns correctly um, which you don't have to do now, because no. for me, philosophically, you want to know how to do it the way that the experts tell you to do it. And then you can carve your own path once you understand the instructions. If you know what they told you to do and how it's supposed to work, you can make better decisions about not doing that. That's true. So I like that. For me, I learned to sew. So I want to say in fifth grade from my mom because I was taking the train from Waldo, Central Florida, Ugh. up to Washington D.C. with the um, patrols at my elementary school, and I wanted a fancy outfit to take on the trip. And one of the deals was I had to help make it. It was a um, like a double knit polyester pink. <laughs> Um, three-piece garment. So you had a skirt, a vest, and a little blouse underneath it. Of course. Um, And the vest was lined, the skirt was lined. In my mind, at 12 years old, I totally made this outfit. I am really sure I probably helped with some of the straight seams, and that's all I did. But my memory of my mom showing me this was that it was all me. And I was really proud of it, and I'm pretty sure it wasn't as cool as I think it was, but that was sort of my starting point. when I got into high school, and we would go, like the activity for kids in my town in high school was going to the mall. You just went to the mall and you hung out at the mall and you were at the mall. But the stores at the mall didn't carry clothing for me. I was a 15-16 in teen sizes at that time. Most stores stopped at 13, 14, and they often didn't have those on the rack because they sold as soon as they came in. And so it meant I would go shopping, but I mostly bought bracelets or necklaces or barrettes or other things, and really hated that I had to shop at Lane Bryant and at this store called Slenderella that was all plus-sized garments. And it was important that that store be there, but it wasn't really for a teenage girl. Mm -hmm. It wasn't really aimed at me. And so I started buying fabric for a dollar a yard and tracing off garments that already fit me to make Cooler garments and one of my high school friends Eden would come over some afternoons and we'd start with a bed sheet. and three hours later when it was time to go home for dinner, I'd have a dress and she always thought that was magic like there was nothing about it that made sense and I always envied the fact that she'd come over and her the limited pants and little tops that i I couldn't have so it was it was a weird time for me, but that was that was where I really got into sewing was being able to turn other things into garments that fit me so. What's your sewing practice look like? Do you have a habit or a routine around it? Um, not really. I am a full-time student and a full-time worker and a co-parent. My daughter, so every other week I'm a full-time single mom. Um, so my sewing practice is whenever I can fit it in. Um, often that means I sew more on the weeks I don't have my daughter. Um, usually early in the mornings is kind of when I yeah. sew before I go to work. Um, I used to routinely impress and I think confuse coworkers um by wearing garments I had made that morning to work that day <laughs> I do the same yeah, yeah. it's super fun so um, in the morning <laughs> is a great time for me because I'm up at four thirty or 5 yeah. anyway well. so yeah zone machine watch my little tv on my ipad you know so might much- as well get it done then I agree that's that's pretty much where my practice lies I've been going through a sort of a doldrums phase right now I historically since returning to sewing 2020 I've done 250 to 350 garments a year mm-hmm. and i keep track of it because i'm an accountant and there's a spreadsheet but um but this year i only made 130 yeah, i have a spreadsheet I'm i don't know i can send you a template if you could do that I'd like, i will yeah um but i only made about 130 this year which most sewists that i talk to are like the word only doesn't belong there like that's a, like a great volume of output but because it wasn't what I intended, it feels like I fell short of something I wanted personally to do. And so it's been a bit of a struggle this year. I think, I mean, we're recording this on the 1st of February, and I believe I've only made three garments. And so oh, You're going to have like a normal. Approach. I'm going to have like a really weird. Oh my God. I think I have made more things than you this year because I'm thinking and I'm. It's oh wild. I'm... But I've been working on the perfect skirt block for three well, weeks now. And that is taking up all of my brain space. So I have a very annoying pencil skirt. I need to shape in on the hips more. Oh, I got some words for you around that for sure. <laughs> I'm just gonna take in the side seams like a chaos demon. <laughs> That's not what I got. All <laughs> I'm doing. 100 percent all I'm doing. Just gonna Okay, let's stop right now. <laughs> before my brain explodes. Tell me what other crafts and art you do. If any. Uh I do well, so cosplay kind of means that you basically do everything because you have gay audacity. So um everything i have tried to crochet but i i mostly knit and is a big one for me i um knit most weeks i go to a parenting group but i knit every week at the parenting group um natalie and i started dabbling in painting i'm really bad at it um she's much better at it um i've got a painting idea to show you that'll help that and it goes with the hobby of thrifting i need you to know that i have a paint by numbers and i am somehow not doing that successfully it's a paint by numbers. No, no. It's, there is there a line? Okay, I'm going to describe it really, really. The way onto the little. No, nope. this is decade. much better. Is this done? is much better. Buy yourself any, like painting at a thrift store of any Wait. size. At it, draw a grid on it. Yes. Pick the dominant color in that grid and fill the whole square with that color. And in the end, you'll have an impressionist painting. Where every is square fascinating. is fascinating. I know it gets better. So let's say you found a bowl of fruit, a painting of a bowl of fruit. That's a sure. pretty traditional topic, right? Yeah. You draw your grid, just do the main colors in the bowl of fruit and leave the background as detailed as they had And then you've this got fruit on the front. I mean, I'm okay, make this. You could 100% do this. You could bring Natalie here with the painting and we could all do it. It'd be so fun. I do some vague jewelry making <laughs> as well, uh, and rhinestoning, and um, I can then use the crickety thing to put die cut stuff on stuff randomly, which mostly I'm just using to make Natalie Taylor Swift memorabilia because that stuff is expensive as hell. Yeah. And also explains our theme song. Oh, <laughs> oh did I make- <laughs> <laughs> um, So what, what other arts and crafts do you do? Oh, so Yeah. Um you used to knit. That's how I, got. Oh, I, think, I wear her too. But my but my hands hurt with it, so I quit knitting you know, a decade ago. I think I, I have to wear a brace and it makes me think that my future is yeah it just it. hit a point where even if I went for five minutes, I'd start to hurt enough that I had to brace for a couple of days. And so I just decided no sweater my size is <laughs> the amount of time and pain that potato. So I, just I, don't make do it. Because I can't handle the sweater. Yeah, no, I really don't do anything else. I quilt a little, but not mm-hmm. consistently. Um you know, we should have led with this. What are your pronouns? She/her. I'm a she/her too. Yeah, cool. um Shocking, I didn't know that. What's your selling superpower? Uh, that is, you didn't know I was queer until you were an adult. um That's not true. I always suspected that. <laughs> so let's just let your with that one for a minute. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> you were obviously gay my whole childhood. You would like artfully not respond to questions. I'm like, I'm not stupid. Also I'm like 25. We just come out already? <laughs> fine, whatever. I don't think it's fine, whatever. I don't care. Sewing so so, superpower. Anyway, <laughs> my sewing superpower. I'm not like, fine. Is, I don't know what is a super what what is your sewing superpower? Oh see? I knew, I knew no, I knew it the other day. Hold on. Whoa. Hold on. Um, it was important. Um, I make good darts. I get um, the point end of the dart right <laughs> every single time. First go, no. Oh, I can play um, Bob and Chicken like really well. I'm like I was awesome. shockingly good at it. I like oof, oof, perfect. I also thread needles the first time every time. I do too because I use my needle better. I mean, like sewing needles. Oh yeah, I can do that too. Just I'm oh just sorry, saying, that's a super hard. Yes, I think it is cool. That means you have it too. It's inherited. You're very. <laughs> I feel like you're diminishing me. I am not. Uh, what's your best tip or trick for listeners? Um, use bias binding on circle skirt hems because hemming them the normal way is stupid and hard. Absolutely. <laughs> um, before you insert that zipper in that dress, just see if you can pull it on. Because a lot oh, of time God. you can. Ah, <laughs> I have this. Happen- this happened to me on a on a shirt recently, and I went, "Why did I spend so much time putting a zipper in this when I can just Woo! right over yep. the boobs?" Just check it. Just check it. Yeah. If you need, the and then zipper, I was like so mad about zipper. It. But my tip for zippers is hand yeah, based every time. If you hand baste it in, it'll be perfect. Probably, yes. Also, um, put interfacing on your fabric. Uh, buy inch strip of interfacing where the zipper's going to be on your fabric so you don't just cry. I mean, it's a solid point, and I own an entire bolt of interfacing because of points like that, I but I also have... don't use it very often. <laughs> I went to ask for a bolt of interfacing, and they were like, you mean like a yard? And I was like, no. <laughs> I mean, like, like the, the bolt. whole bolt. And yeah. they were like, do you want to buy the whole bolt? It's like 40 yards. And I was like, yeah, yes, I do. It's like 60% off, and I don't want to come back here. <laughs> I mean, that's 100% fair. <laughs> what do you prefer to sew? But Give us it all. The garment, the fabric, the style, the anything. Um, I prefer to sew. I know this is going to be very shocking to you. 1950s style outfits. Um, I will sometimes dabble in the 40s. I do not like the 60s through the 80s. Oh, I bet you don't. Um, I like 40s and 50s. I love the idea of the 20s, but I have a very large ass. And the twenties do not like me because those flapper dresses <laughs> confusing. A- I think it's the confusingness <laughs> because if you look at your body, if you think of your body as like what kind of cylinder could I drop down front and back that would go around me fully? Yes. You I need I to think out, out a lot in the front, in the front and the- in the back. Yeah, But side to side you're relatively narrow. So and I do think just- flapper dresses <laughs> would be intriguing. It's-, it's fine. I've made them. they they're cute, but they're just never what I want them to be because they don't yeah. look like the pictures. Because, they, because my body is not shaped like that. None of the yeah, none of the pictures have <laughs> a <of my> body shape <laughs> like that. I understand what you so mean. So vintage sewing. Um, and then I often sew dresses. I wish I sewed more blouses, but I have a really hard time finding blouse patterns I like. And also, then I just feel like I spend a lot of time sewing something that's so small and it feels not satisfying. So I just sew dresses and skirts. I don't. And then I'm upset that I don't have shirts. Um, and then I buy shirts at Target. Um, mostly crop tops uh -hmm. and then fabric I love to sew with nice stretch velvet because I like how it looks at the end but I hate the entire process to get there so but that's my favorite and I won't stop buying it but then I cry when I have to actually sew it with sewing I completely understand that so for me of course it's dresses. I'm a hundred percent a dress person um I go back and forth as to whether I want a big sacky dress or if i want something that fits firmly or not i just do you actually go back and forth do. if you look at my closet i have quite a few okay. fitted throughout the bodice there and was then a I have time where you only had sack dresses and giant sure. pants but what i've been wearing recently are sundresses that are all fitted across the top and have big skirts so and my dream garment the one i'm hoping to make i'm currently taking brooks and campers skirt skills class. And the next class I'm going to take is top skills because what I want to get out of it in the end is a proper fitted bodice with like cups and everything that I can attach to a proper skirt so I can have my sundress be well fitted instead of junkily fitted. Are you going to take in the side seams on your skirt? Am I going to peg? Just just straight take in the side seams because it's a little bit too big. And so you're just going to straight take them. No, definitely not. Why are you not going to do that? I put a lot of effort into making it fit the specific <laughs> curves of my PGPTS. And that does not involve the side seams being taken, it involves four deep. Deep dart. I, I thought you needed bigger darts. That's what I thought. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. For I'm glad I actually could identify what the problem was. I was pretty yeah. sure it was a dart problem. Yeah. yeah. I was it, like, was a, it was a deeper, wider dart. I had to add deeper, wider dart. Sometimes I know things now. I know, and I love that. Woo-hoo! Um Fabric-wise, I, I love linen. And orange. I mean, it's true. I can love linen orange and orange. And linen? I think it can be. It often is. I know. I love that. But I really want to learn to throw with silk. The problem is, I think that silks don't clean up nicely in the washer and dryers. Oh. And I'm not going to dry clean. So it depends on the silk. I had some success with them. Um, cause I bought some at Fine Fabrics and some of them are okay. And some of them, once you wash them, you crack. Yeah. I, that's my experience, it's experience with, with shoot. It's really, mm, yeah, it's not great. But this, this is basically what you're tuning in for guys is this <laughs> back and forth. We're going to have topics some weeks, other weeks. It's probably just going to be the two of us chatting, right? We're going to put an explicit tag on this because oh, we 100% put them... are putting an explicit no, tag. By. on this. Always. Wait, did you pursue? I might have. It's okay. hard to say. Um, but thanks for listening. We're going to launch a new podcast most week on most weeks on Tuesdays. Don't forget to follow us on insomniacs on Instagram and you can join our Patreon to support us and check out a bonus episode each month. We hope to build an active community on Patreon and Instagram. Until next time, I'm Jenny. And I'm Myra. Good night. And sleep well. We know we won't. (laughs) Evil (laughs) giggling. Insomniacs is created, performed, edited, and produced by Jenny Hassler and Myra Ashland.